Welcome to another episode of the Powerful Inc. Startup Stories podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Sasha Walton, the CEO uh, of SWI Management Group. So Sasha has a long history of event planning in some very big capacities, um, an incredible resume, and has done some phenomenal things for quite a long time. And it now had to go through what... Um, many of us can relate to with a COVID pivot and has branched out to, I would say, leverage this gorgeous portfolio of knowledge and skills and expertise into a personal brand where she now supports female business owners in business systems and self-care mindset so that you can grow a holistic business um, and I would say from what I'm seeing when I look at um, her materials that you grow together so that your business and you grow together so that you're in this beautiful relationship where one isn't leaping ahead of the other. Um, so welcome, Sasha. Thanks for joining me today. And I'm so excited for you to take us on the journey of what it's been like to pivot the business model and now, you know, find a new balance with still doing some event management, but also launching this new uh, realm that's probably a, an incredible heart passion for you as well. Oh, most definitely. But first off, I want to say thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I, I'm so excited. We've been um, talking about this for weeks and now we're here. It's so great to be here with you, Mia. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, And we've had just so much fun just kind of emailing back and forth. Like you've got, so when I looked at your Facebook page, I was like, whoa, this woman is like here. Like you really seem to claim who you are in your space. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, I've been this business owner for over 20 years and I would say that, um, in my past, you know, I've always done great things, but I did play it small at the same time. I was one of those type of people that was so comfortable in my comfort zone. I was just like, okay, let me be great in my shadows. You know, I'll pop out and come out and do something great and then go back in real quick. Some things I didn't care about marketing and some things I did. And, um, you know, after my pivot, I just launched this personal brand. I'm just like, you know what, here I am. I'm out of this shell. I'm out of that that comfort zone that limited me for so many years. And I'm here, I'm gonna do this thing and I'm claiming it. And so um, it, it was a, I wouldn't say it was a hard pivot because sometimes like I always tell people, you already know that you have greatness within you. It's just about how you wanna do it. You know, it's either we trying to do it our way and we stay in our way, or we go ahead and yeah. do it the way that is given to us to do it outside of our comfort zone. So I just had to kind of just come to my senses and say, okay, Sasha, jump out. It's time to do something because there are people out here that have to experience you. They have to experience you to help them grow their businesses, to help walk in their mm -hmm. purposes and everything. And they can't do that if you continue to shy away from that light. So that's okay. Let me go ahead and just do it. And um, yeah, and I've been going full force ever since. I started um, with a personal brand in 2022. And yeah, it's here I am. And here you are. And so did you, like I noticed on your Facebook, um, you've got over 5,000 followers. And so did these come with you from the previous business or are these new, uh, like what, what did you do to differentiate what was to what you're doing now? Or are you bringing everything along in a natural evolution? What does that look like? The only shift I made, so honestly, a lot of those, I think prior to January 2022, I was probably sitting at maybe a thousand or something. I, don't, I can't remember. It was not the 5,000 people. I can tell you that. Um, when I decided to show up, you know, I always tell people that there is an art in showing up. I decided to show up. I had um, changed my profile picture to this, you know, the lovely red dress that everyone sees. Yeah. And um, I actually, that was from an award that I received in October. So I was just like really feeling myself with the dress. And I was okay, this is going to be my new profile picture. Um, I had my speaking engagement and I did my my banner poster for my retractable. So, oh, I love this picture. So I'm going to go ahead and put this on my, my cover for Facebook. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it seemed like when I shifted just the small look, the small details, 
and I just started to post more and start to show up more. Then all of a sudden it was just like, you know, friend request after friend request after friend request. And it just kept on growing and growing and growing. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I got to the part where I was like, okay, well, I got like 49 spaces left to sub friends. <laughs> and, and then eventually Facebook saw me as a public figure and they changed my profile to a professional profile. And so that took everybody who was in waiting because I still had like over 800 people like in waiting while mm-hmm. I had like 4,900 and something. So mm-hmm. that shifted everything. And now it's like, okay, I have all these <laughs> friends, the followers, um, everything. And um, it was, like I said, it was just about showing up. It was just that yeah. that m- mental mindset shift that I made as well as uh, a tangible shift when it comes down to how you present yourself and your branding. And yeah, and so it's, just, it's a humbling experience, but yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> So what I, there's already been so many gold nuggets and, and when I'm, um, when I was looking at you and getting to know you prior to this conversation, you have these incredible quotes, like they should all be on a t-shirt and you do have a t-shirt that says, own your yes. dopeness. It's trust your dopeness. I wish yes. I, I, I left. Oh, no, you know what? I need to have one. <laughs> yes. I, um, actually Super I have fun. one. So that's own. a, that's a okay. Sasha Walton original quote there. And then yes, you also you also just said I would step out of my shadows of greatness, go and do something and come back. And that hits me so hard because that is like, I'll do it, but uh, just a little bit and then I'll come back and and you can have great success, but you you're still not in full alignment, right? You're still not fully saying yes to everything that you are and um i mean it can be a bit of a metrics nerd but what's beautiful about pointing out the facebook numbers is that you immediately said i changed my photo into a vibe into an energy i was feeling in that moment and i really want the listeners to hear this because this is how we can like send our signal out and wherever oh get so I pulse from the heart so hard. Wherever we are in our journey, it's all a small puzzle piece to what we're creating. And so this, this sense of not enoughness is part of staying in those shadows of the greatness because we're not sure, but you have those moments already now of when you're in that energy, when you're in that full expression. And you have them now before you've even signed a first client in some cases. And you just need to remember how you felt in those um, fully expressed times and find something from that to share out, uh, you know, a clip from a recording a something that you wrote down, a photo from that moment to send that out there. And then the universe, God, spirit guides, whatever it is, is like, ba-boom! Hey, you are here, and then like shuffling the stuff, right? You made that decision, you committed, and then I'm ready. Open, you know, break the dam, let the water flow, and and here it comes. So that that certainty energy is what does it. And there's no magic trick. There's no extra course. It is the journey of self. And so let's use that as a segue as to how um, you do that for yourself and what new lessons you're learning as you're um, expanding your personal brand side of business. Oh my goodness. My, the thing that I'm learning more so of right now is how much I have grown. You know, mm-hmm. if you really, I'm very self-aware. I'm always self-examining myself all the time. And even in now, I still go back and look at, if I hear an, uh, an interview that I did a few months ago, whatever, and I mm-hmm. talk about, and I look at myself now, you know, I'm seeing the growth mm-hmm. in it. And in, in ways that I didn't think would happen, you know, pre-pandemic, pre-personal brand, you couldn't get me to do anything extra than what I'm doing right now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like Sasha to speak for me to, you know, to willingly do interviews. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would shy away from it. 
And so when I look at myself from that point up until now, I'm just like, wow, Sasha, like you're really doing this. Like you're really owning it. You're really walking forward. And the thing that I do is I stay ahead of that because, you know, we're still human. You know, we can walk oh, yeah. around and the superpower that we are and everything yeah. that we do, what we're capable of, but we still have those moments. And even though it may look like it's a fearless opportunity, you know, you're being fearless, you're being courageous with it. But that part of you that was once there is still in the shadows. You're just making sure that you're keeping them away from your now. And it's easy to, um, if you allow it, it's easy for you to kind of like draw back into those thoughts you know I sometimes I'm like oh my gosh Sasha I pinch myself like you're really doing this oh my gosh you're not nervous and I feel like sometimes if I stay in that thought too long then maybe mm -hmm. I won't take the next jump to the next biggest thing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. for me it's an example of that like I had an opportunity to speak in Paris in October yeah. and and I was just like okay leading up to that I'm like okay yeah I'll go ahead and do it so it's like June July August and but when it came to like August and September, and it hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to Paris to speak. And I started to ask myself, are you really ready? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You know, so you know, you have to have those moments you like just kick yourself to the side, kick that part of you, be like, no, you've got him this far. There's no need to try to, you know, scale back from it. Just hone in on it, trust yourself, trust your dopeness. Trust and your dopeness. you know, be great. Yeah, and be great. And then just trust the fact that. Everything that's in you has already been put in you. It was already given to you when you that's came right. to this earth. And so when you're walking in that, you're just walking to the alignment of who you really are and who uh -huh. God has even created right. you to be. Right. And so, you know, and so in that way, you, you just have to, you have to get out of your own way to, to be that person. And, and that's what I did. And, um, you know, so I went ahead and went to Paris and I was still like, "Ooh, I'm on the plane. I was like, I can't believe yeah. I'm going to Paris. Like, yeah. and that was, you know, within the first year of my brand, my personal brand, the first year of speaking, the first year of all these interviews, the first year of all these media relations and everything that I'm doing. And, um, and I, and I just, I like to share that example because it's like, if it happens for me, it can happen for everyone out there that's listening. It's just that you have to make that decision to take the next step and the next step towards your greatness and towards the purpose that's happened for you. That's it. A hundred percent. And so you step further and further into alignment, which means you just continue to say yes to yeah. you. And whether that's a speaking gig in Paris, and Sasha's based in the States, so that's quite a, a beautiful trip, or saying yes to a podcast, or just when you're in line at the coffee shop and you end up striking up a conversation with somebody, sharing what your business mission is, what your heart purpose is, speaking about it and giving it space to exist outside of the inner hamster wheel of, I really want to do this. How am I going to do this? Am I good enough to do this? When am I going to do this? I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit. It's not enough. <laughs> it's letting that out because once you start to release that energy, um, you, you give it power and stepping into mm -hmm. alignment is not going to kill you, is not going to do anything, but help you see like more of who you are. And what's mm -hmm. really you know, kind of funny um, to me is that we, if we're mothers, we'll encourage our children to the nth degree. Like I remember encouraging my daughter to learn to walk and all the things that we're doing. And, and then we don't play that back to ourselves, right? And the conditioning mm -hmm. and, and the lifey things and all of that. So um, I just like to remember for myself and articulate that these, this stepping into alignment isn't some like grand foreign concept. It's just these tiny little yeses, the practice of yeses over and over and over and over and over. And then it's like a game, right? And then it's like, what else? What else? Ooh, where, you know, what could this be? And everything kind of can become an opportunity that way. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I like that what you just said is that this, those yes, those multiple yes. And the yes, I mean, even when you get to that one level and you're you're comfortable there, you know, you say yes, mm -hmm. you go higher and higher. Mm -hmm. There are more greater yeses to come about, you know, and you have to, you know, still you're going to feel the same, you know, nervousness. You're going to feel the same thing because as you're as you level up each time, there's something greater for you. 
And, um, you know, you just have to be ready to say, okay, let me just jump into this whole thing and one more time and, and keep <laughs> going going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's mm-hmm. what evolution is all about. Yeah. And, um, and it's all about adapting to each level that you're in and continue to evolve into the greatness that you are. And one of the things that I love, I love analogies and I love saying this where when you're thinking about um, your purpose and your ideas, I know people might be watching who are from different backgrounds and whether they're starting a business or starting to go speak, write a book or whatever it is, um, those decisions that you make takes you into the, the, the you that's been waiting for you to show up. Yeah. So every yes, it, it connects to that you, that you that's just waiting there. I don't know if any people watch the one with um, Jet Li. It's an old movie. It's about yeah. Over yeah. Years uh-huh. old. And, yeah. Um, and it was, you know, if you like sci-fi and in that movie, it was, it was him in multiple dimensions. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it came down to that one dimension that he was the only one left and they were trying to get him whatever. But if you look at yourself in that way, each time frame of your life is a different dimension of who you are. So every mm-hmm. time you say yes and you move forward to the great things that are there for you, everything that's been waiting for you is right mm-hmm. there. And I think that that I came to that realization when I started to do each of my yes. You know, my yes mm-hmm. took me to another opportunity. It took mm-hmm. me to something else. It, it allowed me to meet more people and, you know, come alongside, whether it's strategic partnerships or, you know, people who end up being clients or followers or whatever it is. My whole goal is to make an impact. And as long as I'm walking in that goal and purpose, then it's going to continue to roll for me. And um, it's just the best thing ever. So I really love that with the power of yes that you mentioned. That's just awesome. And that it, like, again, right, it's not, they don't have to be these foreign types of things. So as you're describing that, sharing this reflection back, um, I'm, I'm visualizing that we're collecting pieces of the puzzle of who we are but we can't, it doesn't come in a box. So we don't have that final picture to know what we're building. And the puzzle pieces don't always come in progressional order. Sometimes you get a few puzzles from the top left and then a one or two from the middle and, you know, all over the place. And um, they, they build or they're randomly scattered in a rough outline. But the more yeses, the more this populates and gets filled and filled and connected and whole and whole in the sense of your highest self not whole in the sense of worthiness and um and unconditional love because those are are separate for sure so you know Sasha you had also been saying um the leveling up and the awareness around that and then the self-questioning around that and in your um, coaching side of things, you talk about how to support the entrepreneur with looking after that part so that it doesn't get in the way um, and that you don't lean too far into that to be distracted and stay in the comfort zone. What are some practices you use to help yourself with that? Because self-awareness is a sneaky, sneaky, wonderful <laughs> practice. you know that we we should um we could all benefit from becoming triple olympic gold medals at doing but it's not physiological it's not like breathing that it happens for you and it it is something to be applied you know uh i don't want to say in every single waking moment um but it is it is a skill to practice and so Mm -hmm. what are you know what are some of your practices around that and ways that you've invested in yourself around that? Yeah, so so one of the things that, so I'll start off with this. I have an 80-20 rule. My 80-20 rule is we're 80% mindset, 20% strategic action. And it's all about conquering or, you know, conquering that avenue of your mind. It, that's where it starts at. And that's why I start with myself is to really hone in on what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and who do you know and understand yourself to be? And that's the first thing I do for myself. It's like, okay, I knew all these things about me, but what was the one thing that was keeping me from moving forward in all those things I already knew? And that was a mindset shift. So it's like, you really have to pay attention to how you're thinking. Um, And then what you feel about yourself. If you know that you have all these great things in you, you know, you have these ideas and everything, 
what do you do to move forward? And you have to let go of the procrastination. So that's one of the things that I've done. I make sure I put time management ahead of the procrastination mm-hmm. um, because that will keep you bound um, and keep you back from a lot of things. I had to identify what were my areas of fear, um, you know, that would play against my confidence. I always felt like I was a very confident person, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there were certain things that I would second guess myself in. So how can I be confident in everything else, but second guess myself in some other things? So it's like, okay, what is it that's still there as an underlying fear? So when you tap into yourself and understand that, now I will say, if it's easy for you to tap in yourself, you go ahead and do it. But if you do need to talk to somebody to help you to go across those hurdles, then a yeah. therapist is always good to help you unpack or somebody that you trust that has a real good listening ear and they're there for you, um, definitely do that. I'm just one of those type of people that I can, you know, pretty much <laughs> kind of tap in with myself and I bounce mm-hmm. it off my friends and family. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I would say those are the first steps that I would definitely do, um, that I would suggest that people would do. That's what I did. Um, one of the things during the pandemic, because of my COVID pivot, I did have some time down that I had to self-reflect. I had to think about, you know, what am I going to do next? You know, I thought about, where I was, what I was doing before COVID and how COVID just sat me down in my business for a little while. Where do I want to go next? So when you understand that you have goals, that you know you have things you want to reach, is it, if it's a part of you so strongly, it's hard for you to sit back and not do it. But when you are, have goals, but you're still full of self in a way that it keeps you from moving forward, that's when you need to do that inner work you know, understanding, you know, what are those things? And sometimes for some people, it goes way back. It's outside of business. It's, it's yeah. you know, anything that's dealing like with family or trauma or anything of those natures. Um, and that's why a therapist would be really good for you to help unpack that. But um, those are some of the steps that I would suggest to people if they do that. Um, journaling is a good thing. Um, journal down your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um I can't, you know, definitely journal down your thoughts. If you have a phone, you want to type your thoughts out, you want to write, write them out, yeah, whatever it is. Text, yeah, yeah definitely. Talk text, everything. Yeah. yeah. And then also, what are some self-help books that would be good to help mm-hmm. you? You know, mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't have time to read, there's Audible. I use Audible mm-hmm. faithfully. <laughs> yeah. It's and, and I yeah. find those books that I resonate with. And I put those in replay all the time. Those same books I listen to all the time. And just to kind of give you some books, I love listening to um, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I love the old school teachings when it comes down to business and um, actually dealing with the metaphysics and faith mm-hmm. and everything. Um, there's Florence Scovel Shin with the, um, the Game of Life and How to Play It. I keep that on replay. I have some of her other books on replay or Audible. And one of the ones I just came off across recently was Amanda Francis with um, Rich as, Rich as F U C K. I don't want to say it and get. That's like, oh, I, yeah, words <laughs> right there. But those books that help to um, not only just give you strategies of how to do things, but it helps to understand. It, it, deep, it goes deep within. And when it goes deep within and help you to reshift your thinking, reshift your heart towards things, um, all those things and put you in a proper place inwardly and holistically. And then that's how you can go and be the author, be the speaker, be the business owner, everything else. Because who you are is going to be reflective in all those things. How far you go is based upon how far you're going within yourself. So that's like, that's why I love having that holistic approach to entrepreneurship because the blueprint of success really does begin with you. You are the one that's going to make or break anything that you do. Not anybody else. You know, if anybody else play a part, it's because you allowed them in, mm-hmm. but it had to do with you, you know? So those are the things that I would suggest for people. Um, Cause that's definitely the things that I do continuously. That's what I have done. And um it works for me. And, and then take it and just mold it, make it your own and add more to it. Um, but prioritizing self-care um, is definitely the key of, of, of it all. You have to you have to love yourself. You have to see yourself in a way that, you know, you may say, yes, I love myself all the time. But are you really active in that? 
in every way, not just how you treat yourself, but how do you allow others to treat you, you know, in business or in personal relationships or anything like that. So all those things play a good factor on it all. And they come into this very uh, like underlying cellular energy, energetic charge. <clears throat> so when we, if we spend time journaling, what's beautiful about that is you now have um, a, like a two or three dimensional tangible record of what's going on inside recorded down that you can then review over time and use as like a frame of reference as to how am I really doing? And are these beliefs and thoughts, are these undercurrents changing? Am I actually um, like anchoring into my new thought work? Am I actually clearing out some of the wounds and static or fog that I've been carrying and it it's like an accountability right it's a better mirror once you put it down um, somewhere you can look back at it because I do a lot of mine on the go on the go I'm still in this like ah! you know I've got a young daughter I've got a job and and I'm driving in the morning daycare pickup drop off and and work and ah! and so when I'm driving and I live in a gorgeous little seaside town and I will take the ocean route sometimes. And when I do, it's like, oh man, like melted butter, right? And that's <laughs> a, way, a way to self-care. But it, it's, it's only part of then writing it down and letting it out and looking at it and really, you know, getting messy with it um, for that accountability piece, because I, I find when it stays as thought trains, um, it's not as effective, right? It's just not, and there's, it's harder to, like, I love tracking and it's harder to see what that progression is and to really check in with yourself, super raw, super honest, privately. It's just conversation between you and you. You know, to say, dude, are you really like loving yourself? And so I'm going to do a too much information example because I swear that this is completely unfiltered and open and it's not awful. It's an awful example, but I had a sleepover with my friend and we have kids. And so the kids um, were all playing and being adorable. And so usually when I have sleepovers and I take my daughter, we share a bed. And this morning she's, you know, snuggled in and just so cozy and so cute and precious and I'm loving it. I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. And then my other self is like, girl, get your butt out of bed and go to the bathroom. <laughs> you denied yourself this. That is self-care. Is that crazy? That is self-care. And that is what I mean in that innermost cellular level which is what you're also talking about like you know um the my metaphor analogies is like oh I'm on a diet I'll just have salad but then you go home and eat a bucket of ice cream in private like <laughs> no so these things come in and they come in through business because oh my god business running a business will test you test how you feel about yourself test how grounded and solid you are with yourself but the business is like let's you know i'll say it this way it's a way to serve the mission on your soul but you can serve that anyway you don't have to use it to make money maybe you're already a millionaire and you can just you know be a philanthropist <laughs> now right. right so you like there's some need or usefulness mm -hmm. in practicing all of this in a holistic complete flow mm -hmm. about you and then using some of that because it is useful and as you said at the beginning people will need this from you specifically or me specifically, or her, or him, or them, etc. Um, but it's not our 
our entire raison d'etre. It's not all that we are. And this, you know, when we're personal brand and trying to sell that, it's just one part of this journey and of this alignment. And, um, you know, remember that because otherwise you can very easily get lost down these rabbit holes and uh, fall off balance of worth, right? So put that foundation in, put that foundation in first and then let these other elements come out of it. Most definitely. And that's one of the things with um, a company, which is SWM Management Group and the personal brand. I love to say that I have created this wonderful ecosystem between the two Mm -hmm. that is, you know, supporting each other. Now, you know, I'm going to unpack some things. You said some wonderful things just then. And um, (laughs) so a lot of things that, um, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about, oh, you have to niche to one thing. You have to niche down. You have to niche down. I personally, I don't believe in niching down. I believe in niching accordingly because when you're a multi-skilled person mm-hmm. and you are a type of person that can, you're very knowledgeable, things come easy to you and everything. So you don't want to limit your opportunities that are out there in different scopes of industry. But the thing is, you just want to make sure you have the strategy where it makes sense of why you're doing the different things in multiple industries. And I think that's one of the missing components where people say, oh, no, you have to niche to one thing versus, no, I'm I'm all things. So how can I show up as individual things for what is needed at that moment? You know, like today, I'm I'm more so like motivational speaking, talking about, you know, holistic entrepreneurship. But I could still talk to another person about the principles of entrepreneurship and break that down. But, you know, you just want to make sure that you're very aware of all of that. And um, and that's one of the things that I do. And that's why I love saying it's an ecosystem, but everything is attached. Every dot is connected to each other. So whether I'm with my company doing event production or business planning for companies, then, hey, I'm doing that. But yet at the same time, I'm still showing up as a business strategist. Because I could show you how you could use an event to maximize your business, mm-hmm. as well as showing you the principles of business or how to run your business. And so it makes sense. I have a podcast called According to Sasha Podcast within mm-hmm. that ecosystem. And in that, I, I showcase other entrepreneurs. It's, it's a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. It is a lead magnet. It is mm-hmm. something that I can use to create strategic partnerships. You know, mm-hmm. so it's all it's business media. It makes mm-hmm. sense for what I'm doing, but I'm also bringing up another person with me. Mm-hmm. So I love to tell people like, if you're a heart-centered business owner or author or whoever you are, when you're heart-centered, then you understand like, okay, what am I doing here that I can still bring people along with me and that we can still grow together now. There are ways I'm a giver by heart. I would mm-hmm. give everything away, but I have yeah. to be disciplined because I do have to make money. Yeah. But to satisfy my need to give, I actually serve as a mentor with a nonprofit program for business owners. Mm-hmm. And I also give in ways where it's like, okay, yeah, I have another source of income. So I can scale down a price on this or I could do it for free, whatever. But when you're your own business owner, you have these. Um, assets is what I love to call it. You can do whatever you want to do, basically. And I think with the narrative in business today, and a lot of people feel like if they're going into business, they have to do it a certain way. It's not cookie cutter. If you're starting your own business from scratch, there's no cookie cutting formula Mm. for you. Everything has to be customized. Unless you're a franchise, so you're going into network marketing or something like that, then it's cookie cutter. But you are your own person. You are that business owner. You can use things as marketing tools. You can use things as leverage or strategic partnerships or anything of that nature when you're fully aware of what you're doing and you have that strategy with it. So I, you know, just want to throw it out there because it is possible. And I have a book called The Truth About Entrepreneurship. And one of the keys in there is... (laughs) You know, I talk about like just ignoring the noise, ignoring yeah. the chatter that's out there. 
you know, we all know social media is the biggest thing right now. And, and as far as marketing, and we look at everything, what people do and what they talk about and how they present themselves as a business. And, you know, I would say we as women, we will look at and kind of analyze that mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way of comparing ourselves, like how, yes. you know, we're in the same industry. They're here. I'm here. How can I get there? But it's just like, don't worry about them. You know, don't worry about that noise. Don't worry about that chatter because you have your own lane that you're inventing. You know, Mm -hmm. you're innovating your own lane. So you go and blaze that. You see what you need to do for yourself. You need to do for that business. You need to do for being that author or, you know, even just being a super mom, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're doing. Just just remember that you have your own lane and you have your own sauce within that lane, your flair, your fab, whatever it is, and you make it fabulous and just do your thing. And so um, that's one of the things I don't look at. You know, I don't pay attention to that. I don't pay attention to all the people that says, oh, you got to niche down. Because if I did, I wouldn't have opportunity to talk about NIL for young athletes, you know, with the whole NIL thing, and they could get paid to be basically entrepreneurs in the sports industry in high Mm -hmm. school. You know, if I niche down, I wouldn't be able to talk about entrepreneurship and music business when music artists need to think like entrepreneurs to navigate through that business. It's still business. It's still entrepreneurship. Whenever you keep that foundation as your purpose, you can sprout out wherever you want. So um, that's how I manage my ecosystem and, you know, actually teach others how to build the same thing. That's beautiful. So yeah, again, that foundation, and that's one of my taglines at Powerful Link, we build a solid foundation for a powerful start. And it's based around systems and structure, because I'm super freaking good at it. (laughs) And that's like my easy monetize, like you were saying. But the foundation is like the house and a house has many different rooms and each different room serves different purposes, right? And so when we're putting this together, that's what we're doing. And we don't wanna get our worth caught up in it, particularly the internet. And this is why I wanted to do this podcast is everybody's like, I made $5 million when I blinked. (laughs) I'm just like, oh my God. And fall into the trap of comparing and associating worth to now how much money one can make and how quickly. And the thing is, we go at our own pace and I'll use, um, you know, the children's development as the example again, everybody learns to potty train, everybody learns to walk and talk and everybody learns to go to bed on time eventually, <laughs> personal struggle <laughs> with mine, right? And they do it in their own time and pace is the point. And when we're new startups, which are like, they're so my jam, it, it is the newborn of, of business. And it's like the sweetest, so pure, so unconditioned, oh, deliciousness. And I, mamma mia, I want to like protect them from all this stuff that you're talking about, all of this hard selling because social media is so saturated. And we're all out here to make money. Ah, and I want your money and I want your money and I want your, and, and I will, you know, try to convince you, maybe even manipulate you into thinking you need this, Mm -hmm. but you just need to follow you and say your yeses and figure it out. And when you are a startup, especially build it the way that you want, because this sense of, I just need to figure something out to get some money going. We'll take you down some rabbit holes. And then if you start building the business that way, you're going to lose that alignment. And then you'll have to come back and recreate and, and evolve and, and change. And, you know, I think you and I both feel very passionately about nurturing that with the right support at the onset to, have that holistic full growth because why why not why not (laughs) (laughs) exactly but then just to you know say on top of what you just said was then you experience that burnout when you go that route you know you have the unnecessary stress and burnout and you see you know people on facebook or you know the facebook is everything when they want to just talk about their ideas and thoughts you know i've seen so many people say oh my gosh i'm so burnt out with this business or i'm just this and that Mm -hmm. 
but it's the way you started, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you said, you have those systems, you, you know, you evolve, you set it up in the way that you know you have to do for you. And when you look at that, include strategic planning with it, it yeah. eliminates the yeah. extra stress that's yeah. waiting for you. Cause it's stressful in itself, you know, it's not for the week. Entrepreneurship is not for the week at heart, but yeah. you can minimize a lot of that, that risk, that mm -hmm. risk that you feel inwardly, <laughs> you know, when you do things a certain way, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, just go ahead and just do it. Just start it, you know, start it yep. scared, start it without a plan. Just do it yep. because Parachute it's all about just making that jump. Yep. Yeah. No big deal. yeah. It's no big deal. Go ahead and do it. And then you can just, you know, Figure adjust as you go. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and it's good to say, yeah, go ahead and get your, you know, go ahead and get out of yourself and just do it. But what I love to tell people is before you even thought about making a jump, you'd already thought about your business. Mm -hmm. So if you take that time and write your ideas down, you're really starting a business plan. If you write out the processes at that time, because you'll go and tell your friends, you're, oh, I'm thinking about this business and I think I could do it this way, blah, blah, blah. You have already talked about your process. Mm -hmm. If you take the time and do it then, then jump, you know, then you're, you know, you that jump is all about dealing with the fear anyway. But when you mm -hmm. go ahead and do it, you do it with a plan you will land a little bit more solid on that yes. solid ground versus sand, you know, quicksand, you know, you're going to land on solid ground. You still got to adjust as you go because it's ever changing, but mm -hmm. at least you have your footing strong and your footing yes. straight. And that's what it's all about. And, um, you know, and then you understand where to go from there in your systems and your setup. Because it's overwhelming at the beginning and there's so much to do. So mapping it out a few steps ahead of where you are gives you somewhere to go, gives yes. you uh, and helps reduce that. Um, I've really been into saying like this broken up stardust. We're just like floating particles of the to do <laughs> list or of the where to start or of the lead magnet or, uh, you know, all of these things. So you, it, you support yourself yes. with a little bit of strategy and a little bit of a roadmap. And then you know where to go. And as I mentioned earlier, that underlying cellular energetic charges can release because you have a better sense of roughly what to do, roughly when to do it, and mm -hmm. most importantly, why to do that, why to take that action. And like I'm a planner, 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 planner. I, you know, strong Capricorn forever, 41, since age seven. This is, I am like, um, tight, uh, titanium concrete. Like, <laughs> oh. I'm in this age now, uh, not, not physical age, but soul age of releasing and opening that to allow like more feminine energy to massage that mm -hmm. um but to like have oh where am I going with this is, <laughs> is, is, let me backtrack a little the stardust the overwhelm so all of those to do's especially as a, it's like it's like a baby I'm bringing it back it's like a baby being expected to drive at six months yeah yeah. And what does that actually look like in real life for us? You learn to walk, you learn to talk, you learn traffic safety, you get yourself to school, you ride a bike, you know what stop signs are, you know what the different traffic lights mean, you learn about driving, you practice driving, you mm -hmm. take a driving test. Mm -hmm. And that is like the same kind, roughly, 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 like my niece is 22, 23, just getting her driver's license now, and you can get it at 16 in Canada, right? So <laughs> roughly, 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 but you spread all of that out because you're mm -hmm. not going to open like, I don't know, um, Virgin airlines on day one. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. And it's just like, you, you know, when you talk about the whole feminine energy, you know, we're, when you're always constantly moving, you're constantly planning, especially as women, you know, you're constantly moving, you're constantly planning, you, you know, we are so analytic and creative all at the same time. We can multitask, we can do everything. But then it's like, you come to that place where you want to just be soft, you know, you want to be soft in business. And when you're soft in business, that's that feminine energy. And that means you have 
those are strategies in place. You have the systems, you have the processes, you're outsourcing, you have a team, you have all these things where you can kind of breathe a little bit mm-hmm. as the owner and manager and leader of your company, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's just like, I, I just love how you pull that together. Cause I'm sitting here like, Oh yes, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. And, um, you know, and it's just <laughs> get like, there, get there. Ahead, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, it's about the harmonious part of yourself and having that balance, yeah. the balance to say, yes, I'm this business owner, but yes, I'm still a mom. Yeah, I'm still practicing self-care. I still have a family. Yeah. I still have this and I'm not overburdened with it. You know, um, it's just because really I have a plan. Hard. Like I have, you a, have a plan, plan on exactly on keeping track of the things that need to be done. And that gives safety that gives comfort and then it helps give confidence because picture like you log in to do the work on your business and you've got 10 pages of a to-do list and you're going to try and do it all in that one hour in between soccer pickup or laundry whatever the case may be walking the dog versus Mm -hmm. you have that hour of time and you have the map of what's the most important thing your business is going to need now to get the highest return yes. on that hour. Yes. That's the exactly. strategy piece. That's the strategy okay. piece. And as a startup, you absolutely are ready for strategy now and are worthy and deserving, even if you have no business, you absolutely do. And think yeah. about the two roads of this kerfuffle, which we've spoken a lot about, of trying to do it versus the results that you would get and the whole culture and vibe and people you will attract in this um, guided way of building instead. Yes. And then on top of that, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, we have people out here, you know, like us, you and I, Mia, we can help people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you have other business coaches, business strategists, whoever it is, wherever you're lacking in, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. And then also, I think with a lot of the, you know, everyone's doing the high ticket offers and everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's kind of daunting on people because they see where their budget really is. Still, don't be afraid to ask the next person because everyone may not be, I want to say, you know, everyone is about making the money, but you still have some people who are heart centered enough to say, okay, mm-hmm. am I going to quantify this or I'm going to qualify it? You know, which way am I going to direct it? And they could actually have something available for you that's within your budget, or mm-hmm. they can work with you in some form of way. You know, just don't ever discount it out. And I've seen so many people get burnt by these types of situations and it holds them back because now they can't trust. And yeah. they feel like if I give my money, then are they going to really do this or whatever it is? But, you know, you just don't be afraid to do it. If one person doesn't work out, move to the next person because there are people out here that can help you. Absolutely. And, and asking is the same as making that decision, like the universe, God, et cetera, is just waiting to open that floodgate for you. You know, yes, one of yes. my favorite stories for that is the person who wants to win the lottery. Please, God, please, God, please let me win the lottery, please, God. And exactly. finally, she's like, my child, go buy a ticket. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to buy the ticket so I can move. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, it's so funny that you said that because I was, I woke, I woke up like early this morning. I just want to put this out here because of what we're talking about. Um, I woke up this morning and a TV show was on like four something in the morning and it talked about, it's a book called The Seven um, Laws of Uncommon uh, success for people. Mm-hmm. And one of it was the law of recognition. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about how when you recognize the fact of if you need someone, you know, that somebody is there for you, but you have to recognize that mm-hmm. you are in that need. So in that way you can be connected with the right person to fill that need. Or, yeah. you know, you recognize even within yourself, where are you? you know, as far as when we talked about earlier, like leveling up or evolving and you recognize this because the thing that you recognize is the thing that could take you into the next level. So it's like, okay, yeah, with your analogy, but the lotto ticket, you know, you see it, you want to get it, but if you recognize the fact that you have to purchase a ticket to participate, mm-hmm. you never know, that could be your moment. Yeah. And we've heard so many stories of people buying that spending $1 <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <Easy pick>. yeah. <laughs> and they won like $20 million. But yeah. their story was they just was laid off. That you know, it's all these stories behind it. But you just thought you never know when is your next decision, your next step is going to be the thing that takes you into a whole nother part of yourself that you so that just keep been waiting saying for. yes. Right? Keep, keep saying yes. Keep saying yes. yes. Little big. And some yeses are going to be like, oops. <laughs> but yeah. maybe to go back to my, my puzzle visualization, maybe those are those really annoying parts of the puzzle that are like all one color. But the puzzle's not complete without them. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like it's yeah. for that black part under the armpit or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or even the puzzle piece that you think it looks like the other shape and you go to mm-hmm. put it in and it still doesn't fit right or it doesn't go down completely, you know, there mm-hmm. could be that oops, yes. But you mm-hmm. know to find another piece and put it in this right place and that yes can direct you or that yes. oops can redirect you to the right yes. yes. And it's a learning lesson with that. So it's all about perspective. Yes, beautiful. Sasha, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> I know, I love it. <laughs> it's been amazing. So fantastic. Um, do you want to share anything about what the free offer is that you have for our listeners? Yeah, so I do have, since we're, um, it's about startups. So my yeah. free offer is, yeah, I have a nine to five corporate exit strategy. So it's a transition mm-hmm. strategy for those who are looking to say, you know what, one day I do want to be a full-time entrepreneur. So it's a good strategy um, for your personal life, as well as your business life and how you combine both of them to make the right decisions as you, you know, plan out your goals to become a full-time entrepreneur. So I'll let you offer that. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at that and in reading it, you're asking the questions that really make one check in with themselves. And I was like, Oh, right. Oh, you know, these are important answers to have and they're a little activating. So it's good to do that when you're still in a place of safety so that you can start to acclimatize, which we, you know, was an underlying theme of a lot of what we talked about today. So I'll include that link in the, just in this episode write up. And um, I'm just so like so excited that we've connected i look forward to you know growing our online friendship maybe even in person one day um and i just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your story it's been a real treat thank you so much it has been a pleasure being here so excited to be up here with you today mia thank you so much for the invitation thanks sasha Mm -hmm.